0: Hello and welcome to Through the Valley Podcast. I am your host, Aquino Davis, and I'm happy to share with you my life experiences as a husband, a father, a professional, and an entrepreneur living in the Caribbean. Join me on this journey as we explore and relive those experiences that have shaped me and that may influence you. Get your notepad and your snacks as we journey through the valley. So guys... I want to thank you all for tuning in with me on this first episode. This episode one is called Icebreaker. And I, I named it Icebreaker because I feel like a, a block of ice that is now melting, now beginning to melt. And so my stories can now be shared. And I want to first introduce myself to you. Hi, my name is Aquino Davis. I am the host of this podcast, the Valley Podcast. I am a husband. I'm a father. I'm a friend. I want to believe the sum. I am a construction industry professional working in the field of civil engineering, project management, facilities management. I currently work at a government research institute here in Trinidad and Tobago as an operations manager. I'm an entrepreneur. Throughout my life I've started a few small businesses and I currently um, do construction consultancy and I operate a small but growing commercial organic farm. I am a father of two. My oldest is 16. That's a story I'll share with you at, at one point in time. And my youngest is four. And I enjoy simple things in life. I enjoy peace and the serenity of my garden, being at home with my family, and occasionally hanging with friends. I am not perfect by any means. I'm not yet a pontificate about my life, but I just feel like my life's experiences have brought me to a place where I know I've been through a lot, a lot of trauma and a lot of stress and I've come out of that feeling good about myself and I think that my stories might be valuable to somebody. So, through the Valley journey for me, which started 16 years ago, I was first married in 2004 to my then college sweetheart and we became pregnant in 2005 and in 2006, April the 23rd, We went to give birth here at our local hospital. Unfortunately, the child was stillborn... ...and my wife went into a coma... ...and passed away 13 days later. So, between April 23rd and May 5th... ...I not only endured the death of my child... ...but also the death of my wife. And it was during that experience... I began journaling, I stayed at the hospital for that 13-day period and I began chronicling, timestamping all the activities around that boating experience. Suffice it to say that after burials and funerals and everybody went back to their places, I went into a deep depression. I went into such a depression. I couldn't get over what I was going through, you know. And I felt as if I was losing my mind. I felt as if I was going crazy. I felt targeted as if, you know, why me? Why I had to go through this experience? And I had built up so much resentment and so much anger and so much anguish and so much hurt that... My life started to spiral. And it wasn't a visible spiral to the people around me. But inside, deep down inside, I knew I had changed. That experience had changed me. My perspective on on life and, and my perspective on death changed during that period of time. And it was during that period of time I began to expand on that journal that I kept. And for two years, I expanded on that journal. I, I sought deep spiritual discovery. And I continued to write. And that journal turned into a manuscript. And that manuscript led to me publishing my first book. That book was called Through the Valley and Lessons Learned. And it had to do with how I navigated losing a child and a wife and how I sought spiritual discovery and how I was able to treat with my depression, it became an outlet for me. It was a part of my healing. And through writing and publishing that book, I got the opportunity to visit with different gatherings and different churches and share my story. And that led to me wanting to give more of my life. I just knew that I had more to contribute to life. After publishing the book and that brief experience of touring and sharing, I sort of fell away from organized religion. And I just delved myself into life, you know. Here I was, I'd just been married to the of my life at that time. And to have all of that taken away from me, in the blink of an eye, you can imagine how you're dealing with that. I'm just 25 years old, 26 years old at the time, and it was rough, it was rough, it was rough. But as time passed by, I became less and less involved. I started a business, I resigned my job at the time, and I went full steam ahead into the construction business. And I had so many kind of experiences, you know. That business brought me prosperity at, at a very young age, you know. And it brought me a lot of enemies too. And, I mean, <laughs> there's some stories I'll share as the podcast develops about my experiences as an there and as a professional. I can recall vividly now, even now, on two occasions, I, I was almost killed. And those experiences shaped me. One was a robbery where I, I was set up and held up at gunpoint and had to fight, literally fight with the, with the robbers. And the other was a business deal going bad. And I don't know if you want to call it a hit or something to that effect was targeted towards me and eventually that, that um, fizzled out, you know, but God alone knows, I came through all of that. And I'm here 16 years later to now share these stories with you. So, you know, I, I expect that as I delve deeper into more of, of my story, that it will bring some solace to some people. You'll be able to identify with what life is brings and offers and you'll be able to navigate your own experiences too. Because this isn't about me per se, it's my story, but I've always been a believer that it's better to learn from somebody else's journey and experiences than having to experience things on your own. I think it's much wiser to learn from the experiences of other people than to put yourself through that ringer. And through that fire, it makes absolutely no sense wanting to pursue or wanting to experience something that you know is going to cause you pain. Maybe some people might say, well, if you don't burn, you won't learn. But you could learn without burning too. And that's my take on it. This podcast is also meant to focus on the challenges of losing people in your life. So during this period, 2006, I lost my son and my wife and then... I think was 2007 or 2008. My aunt died. Aunt who I was very close to. And then right after my aunt died, my grandfather died. And I had loved my grandfather so dearly. I considered myself to be his favorite. He used to call me Bingo. And if I recall that used to make me so happy as a little boy. I used to feel really special when my grandfather called me. And called me Bingo. I lost my grandfather in about... 2008, 2009, somewhere between there. And then in 2010, I lost my mom, cancer. And my mom has always been the love of my life, you know, and that agape love. She has always been the love of my life. And that, that was devastating to me, but I dealt with that. And then in 2014, I lost my older sister. She and I were just months apart in terms of our age. I think my mom got pregnant with me right after she made her. So we were very close. She died of a brain tumor operation that wasn't successful. And then after that, (laughs) I lost my niece and goddaughter, who was like my own child. So in the past 16 years, I have dealt with so much loss. And then in 2018, my wife, now. Had her first miscarriage, and in 2019, we had our second miscarriage. So, I don't know, I think there has to be some sort of purpose behind the experiences I've had in terms of family members passing on and me having to experience that. And the thing is, when members of the family die, I am often the first person that the, the family reach out to to do a eulogy or to to navigate a funeral ser- a funeral service or something that to that effect and I've always asked myself well why me is it that I because I have so much experience losing loved ones and I I kinda understand what this what death is, is about and how how you treat with it and is it that I always ...come over as being the strong one. I don't know, I've always asked myself that... ...but I've always found myself being called upon to eulogize... ...or to host a funeral service for family members who pass away. And looking back at it now, I take that with such reverence. When my mom died, I didn't even cry. It wasn't until months after that I found myself in a depression and cried 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 months after when my sister died she was pursuing her uh, education degree and i didn't cry for months and it wasn't until i saw pictures of the graduation ceremony on facebook where the university posted the pictures of her husband accepting the degree on her behalf posthumously i broke down and started to cry and that was the first time i cried when my sister passed away, I didn't cry at the funeral. And I've come to discover that I was built strong. I was built for grief. I was built for for pain. I was built for hurt. And it's an acknowledgement of that, that this podcast, Shooter Valley Podcast, is born. And it's so relevant. I believe I have a story to tell. I have a story, not just about what I've gone through in terms of loss, but what I've gone through as a young professional and as a young businessman. As I said earlier, I became rich very quickly doing drawings and designs and construction works. And that experience as a young businessman, coming from a place where I didn't always have much, but I was suddenly able to have much, afford much house, vehicles, cash and then get into a place where I lost all of that type of access and then having to rebuild, going back into the world of work after successfully being an entrepreneur, falling out of love with construction and finding myself Back in employment to sustain myself and my family, and falling in love with agriculture. All these experiences and stories that I want to share. And I truly believe that these stories will impact someone, somebody will be able to identify, and it'll bring some clarity to somebody's life. As a family man, my. Journey to fatherhood is so not traditional and my story is, is whack, is crazy. But I believe it would help somebody. I have a son by birth who is three years old, he'll be four in about a week's time, and he was not the product of my now marriage. For adults in the room, it meant that I was unfaithful and I brought a child into the home and That obviously would have led to some tensions with my marriage, but I would say I'm fortunate to have a wife who accepted the child and she never turned her back on him, so much so now that she is his mommy. She embraces that responsibility. And and every time I hear him call her mommy or he runs to her embrace and I see she comforts him when he's sick. Every time I am reminded that I am truly lucky and fortunate. And if not for the power of forgiveness, then the power of love is really an experience and a story worth sharing. Our 16 year old is not of our booked as well but we have come to embrace and un- undertake the upbringing of a teenager and that too has been a very telling experience and who knows maybe if my family permits I will share that experience with you as well but this podcast I am hoping that more of me will come to the fore. It's not my intention to expose anybody maliciously or to hurt anybody. But I, I really hope that the story that that I want to tell will come true. I really hope that it will touch somebody's heart. That the story is interpreted for what it is. That this podcast really shines through. And I so want to, to share more and more. Even as I speak to you now, I feel like a huge rock has been taken off of my shoulder. It is so liberating sitting behind this microphone and just speaking. You can imagine. As I said in the beginning, I feel like a block of ice melting. I've passed the melting point and now I'm just free to shed. I feel good about myself as a person. And I really think that, uh, that this podcast and this story... These stories will be useful and impactful to somebody. So, folks, that's it for this icebreaker. In the next episode, I hope to delve into more topical discussion. And I thank you. I look forward to you guys tuning in and about out. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode through the Valley Podcast. I hope what was shared was insightful and impacting on you. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the podcast. And if you have a story to share, or you know someone who does, send me an email to akino-through-the-valley at gmail.com. See you in the next show. Bye-bye.